<laughs> Y'all ready? Yup. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a small talk for not another now one. This is Andrew Harris. Uh, I play Clive Dangerfield. What's up, everybody? My name is Sam Allen. I play Doss, the variant elf artificer. And alongside me, as always, is my metallic sidekick, Mac. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Alex Smith, playing the... Oh, God, what am I? The Pretty King's Paladin. Mercy, Fitty Tyson. Hello, I'm Keith. I am playing Luck, the gunner. And... This is the longest intro in three episodes by me. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, and it's our shortest intro. <laughs> but hi, everybody. I am your pit master, Chase Ezel, and I am not your boy, but today I am spreading... Cho- fuck. But today I am choosing to spread joy. Yeah, look, we're going to spread some good joy, right, Chase? Hell yeah, we're going to spread that joy all over. Oh, gross. Uh, like well, peanut butter? Uh, yeah, or oh marmalade. God. Take your pick. Well, to ruin the joy, uh, I have oh. I have a, a sad announcement to make. Um, unfortunately, we have to tell everyone uh, that Keith is leaving the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's a really sad day. Yeah, Keith, I'm I'm so sorry to say goodbye to Big Poppy. Yeah, it's been yeah. a great run. Sorry, yeah. guys, I can't stand you. Uh, <laughs> I'm oh, just oh wow, okay. Oh, it got personal. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, he just got up. He's walking out, flipping us the bird. Oh God! Oh no! Where are you yo. going, Keith? <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Damn, he just slammed the door. He's out. Yeah, he's gone, guys. He's donezo. That was great prop work. Uh, well, uh, the that was a joke. Uh, there is some sad truth, though, that uh, I, due to unfortunate scheduling conflicts, I will no longer be a full-time uh, member of the podcast. Uh, life's crazy, and I uh, just have to step away for a while to do some other stuff and... That we are very sad about that, but there's no bad blood, no reason for it. Um, I, I mean, other than I think Chase hates me, but <laughs> uh, I already said I despise you. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, yeah. there's no worse blood. The blood, the blood's already been yeah. bad around it's the already, fucking table. Yeah, but. it's already spilled. I'll well, be, I'll be happy to have my own side of the table, and <laughs> oh I won't. God. Be, somebody won't be pinching my leg hair <laughs> the entire show. So I'll be in a better mood, throwing stuff at you. Yeah. What was that? There was somebody. A, somebody, somebody did, not oh no! Somebody messed up. There's a noise, guys. Uh oh, that was me. Okay, wow. now Keith, you're kicked off. Keith, now Keith's out. Right. It's just three of us now. Okay. Yeah. Hey, look, the new Nano. <laughs> the hey trifecta. guys, the trifecta. Nah, nah, the nah. Adventures of Fiddy and Doss. The Adventures yes. of Fiddy and Doss sounds like a really, really cool web series. <laughs> Don't worry, though. Yeah. Tony is staying on the podcast. Hey. Oh hell yeah, we'll keep Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, we get I get Tony. Then you get Mac. Yeah, I okay. love that. You know what? This is this is great. We're well, gonna, we gonna be all right. We're gonna be fine. But it, it it has it has been awesome to be a part of this, and I super look forward to getting to come back uh, eventually and maybe do a little guest stuff. But in the meantime, uh, the rest of the boys uh, will carry on. Well, for uh, another moment of sincerity here, thank you for everything you've done, Andrew. It's been a joy, and. Love you, brother. And we'll definitely have to bring Clive back at some point from prison eventually. Yeah, we're going to have to either break you out, 
That's the or fun- you break out something. Like, yeah, that's yeah. the fun part is that Chase and Andrew can get together and have like a fun like series mm-hmm. of okay, how does how does Clive get out of prison? <laughs> yeah, like, do we, we break do- him out of prison? Does like he get himself out? I mean, Fiddy could bail him out. We haven't even thought about that. For we real. gotta find him first. That was oh the- yeah, we do have to find yeah. him. And also keep in mind the James Hole prison system is incredibly corrupt. Oh, gosh. Of course it is. Yeah, this Dean Aberdeen guy has a teleporting magical device straight to it in his office. God, dog. I wouldn't even... That is crazy. Pretty intense. Yeah, Andrew, we're going to miss you over there across the table, man. Give me me a nice little (laughs) chunky high five. That was yeah. terrible. No, do, it do it again. Do it again. That was the and, worst. Andrew almost. Oh my god, it sucks. Yeah, Jesus uh, that was awful. Andrew yeah. almost hit my icy. He did. It was almost a party foul. <laughs> all right, let's get back to what we do on small talk. So, and we all have some favorite moments from episode seven, and I want to hear all about them, boys. Right. Uh, I was told we were doing movie reviews, so I don't have anything. Do you yeah. have a movie then? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a minute since I've been on small talk. Do we still do movies? Is that we do? Unfortunately, which actually, yeah, I'm going to use the joke. Unfortunately, you. Started it. Yeah, Andrew, welcome back to Small Talks and goodbye. <laughs> That's yeah. funny, actually. That's, Thank you. Okay, right, so what's your movie, Sam? Uh, today we're going to be talking about The Box. The Box? The, the box. box. Okay, what's in talk the box? about it then. Talk about it. Uh, it's 30 seconds. Okay. I'm going to stop you when it says six. Okay, you ready? What's in the Go box? now. Okay, so it's The Box is the worst movie I've ever seen oh my in my God. entire in life. Box? It's No, it's not. It's about uh, you, it's, a stranger comes up to these people and says, hey, if you... 20 ha- seconds. They give them a box and has a button. And if you press the button, the people get a million dollars, but somebody in the earth dies. And it turns out... No, it, the it's not the juicy button. And it turns out at the end of the movie, spoilers for movies the, for the box. Uh, I'm going to wait two seconds. Spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. Okay, the spoiler is uh, it turns out aliens controlled the box and are using it as a social experiment on humans. Do people actually die? How? Oh, oh, people die. Oh, okay. Wow, yeah. okay. Right, now I want to watch the box. No, the box is terrible. Oh, it's bad. I, like I, I decided it's though. the worst movie I've ever <laughs> seen. I only give you a minute to tell me about the movie. I missed a few things. Yeah. Okay. Worst movie of all time. What uh, is y'all's worst movie of all time? Uh, Aloha. Hands down. Aloha. Emma Watson. Sorry, Emma Stone and uh, Bradley Cooper. Bill Murray's in that movie. It's The cast is amazing and they acted their asses off. It was so bad. Okay. Like, it, it was one of those things where it felt like no, no part of the movie was connected to any other part of the movie. And the scenes kept just like leading to nowhere. It was bizarre. And also, <laughs> Emma fucking Stone played an Asian character in that movie. Oh, That's no. Not good. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, God, no. Dog. There's this movie that has, uh, what is April Ledgate's actual name? Oh, uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. yeah. And I don't even remember the name of the movie, but it, there, she and a couple other people that are super famous that other people that have seen this movie would know who they are. They're playing like nuns, but they are, it is the, not only is it just a terrible movie for like acting wise and just the plot of it, it's a disgusting movie. Like what that, like trigger warning throughout the whole thing, like what these Ladies are doing to one like of the guys. Yeah, is the guy like, pretending uh-oh. to be a mute? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. That movie is awful. I hated that. Really? Movie. I, I mean, like, I don't think that it was amazing. Terrible. I don't I really was, remember much about it. Actually, what, do you remember what it was called? Uh-uh. You're uh, looking at me, and I've never seen. I've I don't never know why. Really I, I have not broken eye contact with you the entire time <laughs> that I've talked about this. I think it's because I'm wearing my distracting hoodie. 
I think it's because you asked about cinema. Oh, uh, yeah. So I I'm did. directing my answer towards you. Okay. <laughs> all, right, all right. I'm going to throw mine out real quick. <laughs> this isn't the worst movie ever, but it's the one, only one that keeps coming to my mind when it comes to worst movies. And it, and it, it is the live action Lion King. Mm. Oh, uh, that one's terrible. No. That, is the that, most disappo- no. that is the most disappointing cinema experience I have had that I can think of. Right? Yeah, that one's just, just wait until mm. the live action Moana comes out. I'm not going to say yeah. it. I won't really watch yeah. it. I wanted to see the live action. Uh, uh, Mulan, because I love Mulan. That was uh, like my one of my favorite movies growing up. And then it just got terrible reviews. And I just like, I don't even want to The hurt Peter myself. Pan one currently has some of the lowest scores ever. I, I, I don't know who looked at like the fan base f- that would come to see a Mulan movie and was like, yeah, we don't need Mushu. <laughs> I hadn't seen the movie and now I never fucking will. Yeah, yeah I haven't like, seen My it. only like point of knowledge for the live action Mulan is that Jimmy Wong is in it because every time he goes on Dungeons and Daddies, they <laughs> give him shit for being in the yeah. live action Mulan. <laughs> That's all I know other than like having seen the original Mulan. And also my answer is pretty recent. The new Guardians of the Galaxy 3 total dog shit. You're full of shit. That's wow. I've not okay. seen it. Oh, <laughs> I was about to say, that is a hot. That fucking is a hot please from please Sam. remove this. Oh. <laughs> We're gonna lose so many fans. They're gonna hear Chase's I, words and just shut it off. I, I will. I will say. I. I. I enjoyed the movie, but then after I was reading articles and stuff, and one of the articles was about how people were comparing the Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy, uh, like the it's. Our, this generation's uh, Lord of the Rings. And wow. I was like, oh, you can no. fuck no. all the way. Fuck right. 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 <laughs> no. What? No. No, no. no. Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy is this this generation's fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> That's all it is. It's just, it's its own thing. Yeah, this generation's Lord of the Rings trilogy is the Lord of the Rings <laughs> yeah, trilogy. It's still, right? is, yeah. it's still the Lord of the Rings trilogy. It's should... The Hobbit because it's a better trilogy. Anyway, so I can go first <laughs> in my favorite. <laughs> uh, I'll rein us in here. Do we, I'll, I'll go first. Yeah, go first. Uh, so my favorite moment from episode seven was selfishly, it was when I rolled a nat 20 to pee in uh, uh, the Dean's bed. So good. <laughs> Which I feel like you can't even call it a pee. Like that. that's a piss, my yeah. brother. Yeah. <laughs> Capital P is. Capital, yeah, capital P. Just, P is. just the fact that I already don't roll in a lot of nat 20s as it is, but the, the fact that I use a good roll for peeing in somebody's bed is very on brand for me personally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and listening back to it, it was just like, it was hilarious in the moment. And it was all, listening back to it, it was awesome. Have so. you ever had a pee where you could feel it like in your legs? Oh, no. Like yeah. you're, you're, you're in pee- your legs? No, 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 listen. Did you, uh, yeah. not, not like you no, 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 not like you peed on yourself. <laughs> I know what he's talking but about. But like you've, you had to pee so bad. Bladder's killing you, stabbing you in the side, man. And you start peeing and you can feel the relief start at your toes and go all the way up. Yep. That's what yeah. I imagine the entire time he was talking about. Not really, but I have had to poop so bad that it, my back hurts. So. <laughs> it's kind Wait, of actually? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, like if, if it's just sitting there knocking on the door and I can't get to a bathroom because I'm like driving or something, I just feel it in my lower back. Like that my sucks. back hurts. It's it's terrible. There was a lot of poop and pee in that this episode, specific yeah. scene. I, yeah. Yeah. I feel like the audience needs to know Whatever you end up hearing of the edited version, yeah, there's true. about three more minutes. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it could have been longer. <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if you're like, man, this poop joke's really taking a long time. It, it took longer. 
That was a that was a weird day at the table. I don't know. I don't know what was in the coffee that day. Like we were we were being weird, but it was it was funny. I loved it. So and you peed on his bed. Yeah, which was a. I I think that I initially wanted to destroy. Like we wanted to. Well, we wanted we wanted to steal the bed, and then we wanted to just tear it up. And then Keith asked Daw or Luck asked Daws how's his bladder doing. Yeah. And then I did not 20. know what was to come. Yeah. Yeah. And that 20, of course, you're going to be pissing with the with the veracity of 10 fully grown men who have been drinking all day long. I had to pause the episode when Chase said, quote, it sounds like Doss is frying chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On <a> soft surface. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you pissed loudness. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> We're quoting memes. That's not yeah, right. sorry, guys, sorry, real guys. thoughts. <laughs> sorry, guys. All right. So my favorite moment, I'll go next because mine is in the beginning of the episode. Okay. It was rolling stealth checks. One, me and Andrew have great stealth modifiers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we still rolled shit. So then we beg the DM for inspiration, which is something all players should always do. Always. uh, Especially because we got it. And then we still just rolled shit right behind it. Like I think Sam rolled a nat one. Rolled a nat one. On inspiration. Burned. Yep. Burned the inspiration. No, you you rolled like a 10 or an 11 at first, then burned the inspiration. And that was a nat one. I was bullied into burning my inspiration. It, it was a little frustrating to me because we spent all that time, like I spent all that time taking the plate mail off and trying to, you know, be as sneaky as <laughs> possible. I got a three. And I got a three. I got a three. So yeah, just kept the armor on. I should, at that point, I should have yeah. just kept the armor on. I mean, rolling disadvantage still, you can't get much worse than that. No, you really can't. Yeah. And Chase, Chase was kind of a dick about it too, that the, uh, the guy rolled a three and instead of just being like, he doesn't see you, he just <laughs> let us burn all of our inspiration. <laughs> I got a way to roll what they actually saw until afterwards. Okay, okay. I wanted to let y'all finish up. I don't think I was that malicious. So, honestly, that makes me feel better about that because when I first listened to it, I was like, oh man, that why didn't that guy see us? Like why we were loud. Why didn't why didn't he see us? So that actually makes me feel better about it. Yeah, that you waited. A, yeah. Chase, is there an alternate timeline where like if we had done worse like what would have happened like would would it have been something that's like we would have just had to like try to talk our way out of or was it like immediate like oh what's the uh has um over the hedge no (laughs) has anybody ever played like resident evil 4 no has anybody ever played like Tears of the Kingdom? Yeah, I have 18 hours on it already. Alex, if you don't stop out. talking and <laughs> let me think, I'm going to be so bad. Uh, has anybody ever played like a game where you're like, you're in like a restricted area and like there's no, like, it's if like you get, if you, yeah. Uh, oh, like in the Hitman games. I'm where, thinking like, like Borderlands, like where yeah. you go into a, you're under leveled. Yeah. Or it's like someone where like they'll it's like against the fire. It's not like hey you don't belong here. It's like yeah. no like oh, oh you're here you're here yeah. and you're not supposed to. We're going to kill you. Yeah, isn't that what they would do if you got off the playable map in Halo? Like you just you that, just get yeah, shot in, in like in Warzone in any of that like battle royale stuff. It's like that where if you go out of the map perimeter, then it's like you got three seconds to get back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think for something like that, since it is like a college, uh, you have two fairly well like one fairly well known person, one super well known person and Dawson Fiddy, respectively, and then a couple of guys who already have the guise of a moving crew. 
There, I feel like with some persuasion checks, y'all might have been able to get yourself out of it. Because also, I can't remember if I specified if the guy was like a full-ass guard or like maybe just a student who had a part-time job keeping an eye out. Uh, I don't... It's one of those things, it's a little bit tough to tell. I probably would have made a roll to decide like, oh, are they, where are they, where's their head at? Are they going to try and attack you? Or are they going to try and like just say, hey, what's going on here? Uh, but I feel like in a situation like that, would have given you a chance to talk out of it since it's not, it's like a, a first warning, a warning shot. Uh, but it can always turn to, turn to, turn to fights and violence if you want it to, but would have been bad. James Hold is not Texas. It's yeah, not a this is a college in, campus. Yeah. <laughs> I assumed we could talk our way out of it unless it's like the dean's personal goons. Unless or it something. was Texas, you might not be able to talk your way out of that. I one. mean, there's a lot of barbecue. So, I, I, okay, uh, I did uh, have an Uber driver in Texas actually tell me while uh, I got stranded there on my way back from California for work, and my Uber driver <laughs> to the uh, to my hotel for the night was just telling me how much she loved Texas and loved Dallas. So I was like, oh yeah, the people here are so nice and they're so kind, but don't get on the bad side. They do all have guns. Oh, my. It's yeah. like, yep, yep, you're right about that. Well, I'll get to my favorite moment if y'all are ready for that. Sure. I'm ready for it. You ready? Because it involves you, and I'm so glad you're here, Andrew. <laughs> because Clive Clive did one of my favorite things that anybody's done where I, Fitty, Fitty, I, oh, Alex was looking at that map and looking at the four statues, but I couldn't make Fitty make sense of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like he's dumb. Yeah. So he's trying to investigate. He's not getting anything. And Which, you by the get way, it. You do a great job of role-playing Fiddy. Oh, yes. I'm constantly confused whether <laughs> it whether it's Fiddy or Alex that is like making that choice. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's been a couple of times when I'm like, why is why is Fiddy saying that? Alex knows Alex isn't this dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's things that you know, it's hard to play that, but it's easier to play. Like you've said before, Keith, it's either easier to play dumb characters than it is That's to play true. smart That's characters. Because mm -hmm. if I'm dumb, then when I roll and it's bad, uh-oh, whatever. It's a dumb guy. But you, you, you Chase made you stick your <laughs> finger in the statue's belly button. It was gross. Like, I don't know I why like that, that tickled me so much, but like, you just, I'm just imagining this... <laughs> Did he have to stand on his tippy toes, Chase? I would admit, I think so. Because, I mean, it's a statue of a full-grown person who's probably at, at least six feet tall. And then statues, you know, usually have a pedestal. So tell me what this statue was wearing, because that's now a question I Is that the barbarian? We did describe it in the episode. It's a, essentially oh, a barbarian okay, okay, who's wearing okay. like a loincloth type deal I believe we said the statue of David with a trench coat. <laughs> and just a trench coat. Yeah, I think that's what we said. So creepy. Yeah. So that was I, that was my favorite moment. Did you did Clive sniff the finger? Be honest. No. Why not? He definitely did. He, he definitely did. No. He immediately cleaned himself. The statue's enchanted, so the belly button smells like a real belly button. Mm-hmm. Mm. So nasty. <laughs> nice touch. <laughs> the smell changes uh, depending on how long between watches it is. Oh, gross. Okay, Andrew, save us with your favorite moment, please. Uh, my favorite moment uh, was uh, after Clive's disappearance, getting to see the physical... I, I, I can't even remember if he actually described physical change, but in my head, it was a physical change uh, that happened with luck uh, whenever, like... It, like in my the, my my head canon is that like the clouds rolled in and like uh like almost like a storm from uh from X Men where yeah. it's like eyes go white the thunder starts rolling and like that was that was a pretty epic scene to see and and the choice 
to shatter the goblet. Yeah. I did not expect. Yeah. That was really uh-huh. that was a really cool thing. As the DM, I was super fucking glad that you did because one of the things I didn't prepare for was what if luck decides to just grab that shit? Yeah, mm-hmm. is this the one time t- t- TP effect or is it gonna do it? I, I feel like I would have had to cheese it and just be like, oh yeah, it had a one charge. It has to be recharged between <laughs> uses. Sorry, bud. Yeah, they have to recast the spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense though. Like it's some sort of arcane seal, arcane some, lock. Like there's like a that. spell that that you can place on things to do that. Yeah, Keith, how, really how cool. did luck cast shatter? Uh, that that's that has plagued me since I started epi- uh, editing this episode. The funny thing is, is that al- although all these things happened, literally no one was there to see it. That is true. Yeah. Fiddy, Fiddy oh, does not know. Like Dawson, you got, yeah, Dawson Fiddy had gone mm-hmm. down the yeah. slide already, and, and I was guys, gone. You, you guys know, and whatever you just, tell me, Fiddy's yeah. not gonna know. Andrew just hyped me up, saying I'm pretty good about not not spilling nope. the beans like no, that. And also, we have to keep secrets from the audience. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I was waiting for it. I'm just saying, like the mystery class has a couple clues now. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. Uh, what level spell is Shatter? That is a uh, second level, I believe. I think you cast it. I at did. Your I cast. You cast I it did cast level? it at third level. What? Yeah. Uh, I will say, I did an oopsie because I don't have a third level slot. Oh, so, wow. okay. Uh, That's what I was going to ask. What forgive le- me. It would have done instead of uh, 32, it would have done, I think, 24. Yeah. I would, it was eight. But that's each still time. a ton of damage in to my, a goblet. In so. my head, Cannon, it was you, like, it was an out of body experience where, like, you channeled your, your old, your past self and, like, you used to be more powerful than you are now. Ooh, that's a, like that's that, a fair actually. guess. That's yeah. a cool idea. I will not confirm or deny. I imagine Keith just went into the Avatar state and you know, <laughs> did yeah. his thing. I, I will say we knew that Chase was going to do something to remove yeah. Andrew uh, or Clive from uh, the group. Me. We did not know what it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. So we had no idea. I didn't know that. I, I didn't know it was going to be so dramatic that Luck was going to have it have to have a response to it because oh, yeah. Luck's best friend literally incinerating in front of him is what he like saw originally uh, was something that I knew I couldn't just be like, eh, Clive's fine. I'm not worried. Like I'm going to slide down this slide and have a good time. Like it had to be, it was going to be more traumatic. Yeah. And y'all played it off perfectly. And that actually leads to my new favorite moment because I forgot about it when I told, decided on my other favorite moment, which was like just Lux being sad about not being there with Jason. But the actual new favorite moment that I remember while we're talking is just that whole interaction between Luck and Clive. Yeah. Like, don't don't get your hands stuck in the cookie jaw. And Clive just being like, eh, but fuck you, I'm Clive. And like, just darting around him. And the roles worked out. The way y'all played it, it was perfect. Yeah. You made me a little bit nervous at times, specifically you, Keith. I was going like, to stop this plan. <laughs> yeah, like trying to like actively stop him when you didn't let it go like the second time. I was like... What the fuck are we doing, boys? I'm just gonna let it roll and see. And <laughs> it, it worked out so well for the drama, for just like how it would actually play out with Clive and Luck. It fantastic. It was I, when I re-listened to it too. You went real hard. You really uh, stood your ground on the cookie jar metaphor. Yeah, I, did. Exactly. I, did. I, did. I think it was three times when I re-listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> like is, is his luck just really hungry right yeah. now? Is he got a sweet tooth? Yeah, it's like midnight snack time. Uh, my man's blood sugar is low. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, I since I haven't been at the past few small talks, I do have to shout out an, a, a different uh, favorite favorite moment. That's a good idea. Uh, which was uh, 
talking about Jason. The yep. scene with Jason oh, okay. was incredible. So fun. Uh, yeah, the, the Keith, <laughs> Keith getting getting to uh, sit here and flirt with Chase was so fun to watch. <laughs> I would have paid money to see it, but I didn't have to. And <laughs> nor, nor is any of the listeners. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I'm sorry, listeners. You won't get any video because we don't have cameras in here, but there were some serious eyes across the table. Let me tell you. They got serious about it. Keith, yeah. is, Keith is just such a laid back person in general. Like watching him actually like Tr- like turn it on. Yeah. Like like I, I haven't seen him be a, be a tryhard like that in yeah, a while. Both was... Keith and Luck have that riz. <laughs> I, I, I want to mention that scene now that you're you're talking about it because I always forget that, and I maybe I'm piecing some things together. I hope not. But you're really really high charisma, right? Crazy high. Like what? What is uh, the, eighteen? Right okay, now. okay. I thought that our charisma was the same because mine's eighteen. I really like that you got the opportunity to showcase the charismatic side of luck, um, not Ash. just of oh, yeah, that Ash, Ash. of Ash, yeah, yeah, yeah. the deceitful, the disguised kid. Yeah. Like it, it went into play. What well, it, it went it, awesome. It's such an interesting thing too, because like. I, from talking to Keith about his character, Lux, Lux charisma is a lot based on that he's super hot. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's just natural. <laughs> um, and, and what was so funny about that scene where he turned into Ash was while he was doing a different voice and everything, he really... What he really the disguise kit was like he just took off the makeup because the makeup is what because he he does all the makeup stuff to not stand out because he is so attractive yeah so it was literally just like let me wipe my face clean here and show you how hot I really am it's really <laughs> weird to think that the two charismatic people whatever you would say Fiddy and Luck are the opposite ends of the charismatic spectrum you've got me where like you it, I'm just thinking about this yeah it's like strong presence versus well, it's, it's like I I have to doll myself up like I have to I have to look shiny and big and menacing like I have to put on an act you're doing the opposite you're disguising yourself you're having to change who you are oh, that's cool I don't know that was just a cool parallel that is, I never thought of is before. Fit, it didn't you say originally that Fiddy was a like albino tiger yeah like he's like all white that's I, I, I just now that made me think of did did he did he get bullied when he was young for looking different no not at all okay he okay. was bigger than everybody else I was gonna say yeah he was <laughs> okay, white. Okay, he okay. probably didn't get bullied well no. I guess is he and is Fiddy big because he lives around non-lion people, or is he actually big for the lion? I would say ah. he's. I would say he's still beefy for the lion okay. as well. Like I'm not trying to make Fiddy like the perfect specimen, but like I li- that's yeah. what I think. Like he, while he was training, he was the best of his class. Like that's why he's the best gladiator in James Holt. But I don't think it's out of the question that there are a, like white is a normal color for lion folk. Okay, okay. okay. like it's not. It's not like. Yeah, yeah. Some he doesn't of, have like pink eyes. Yeah, like a, it's, no, no, it's it's like, blue eyes. Okay. Like he's got these crystal blue eyes. So it, it's okay. just a that was just a stylistic thing. I really like white, red, and black together. So I just made him white. Yeah, but I, I do have something that Keith, you don't have to fully answer right now because it might still end up playing out. But just to noodle on a bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what if like Luck and uh, Luck and Jason run back into each other? I, Does thank Luck you. come clean? Thank you. Because, like I said, you I, don't have to give too much away. We might actually play this out. I kind of want to bring Jason back at some point. I've been dying to know this. I, I asked Keith this the other day because I, for the audience, that the, there's been a lot of uh, recordings that have happened where they've got a big backlog now. And I asked Keith, like, if he, it's been addressed since then in the episodes that I wasn't a part of. Uh, and he said no. And I was like, oh, my God, you have to. Like, that's, that's to me, that was like one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. 
that would be fun. It's just we gotta get you back to the college at some point. Yeah, the story dictates. We'll see. I think yeah. uh, I don't think it's fully determined whether he'll want to, whether he thinks he needs to like keep up the facade, or if he's actually interested enough in Jason that he thinks they could have a real like friendship and just whatever it becomes. Okay. When he's already slipped a, f- a couple times, sure. he has. So like, yeah. he yeah. could. He, it wouldn't be super hard yeah. to be like, except for that connects him to an obvious crime that, <laughs> <laughs> that happened. So maybe, maybe it's tough. This yeah. is the, it'll, be, it'll be tough. Is just like a uh, real letter of Jason, the law kind of yeah, guy. Exactly. Like, Wait a second. Something was stolen from the dean's yeah. office. They're looking for somebody. And this guy who I met at that night and then just told me, me he's lying. Yeah, he's, so I guess he has to keep the facade up, actually. I hate to keep That'll asking. That would be awful. I hate to keep asking Keith so many questions, but now I got another question about luck. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is his real voice? Is the not, that, is that the, for sure uh, is not go, coming out right it. now? Oh, <laughs> I, man. Yeah, because that's and now now I'm thinking about it's, that. Uh, like, it's, it's the one? voice from episode one, uh, Trustworth for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be really wild. I would if love that. That, was that would be incredible. Uh, I want to shout out. Chase real quick because yes. he deserves it and two to try to save Keith from all these quiet. <laughs> yeah, because I got more. Now. <laughs> uh, Chase. I want to shout out you for the map from episode seven. So cool. Uh, And by this time, everybody, like it's been on, it's been put on our discord um, for people in the discord to see. So if you're not in the discord already, jump on in there and you can uh, see the map and also follow along. And that's where we ask for questions for these small talks. Mm -hmm. If you're not already in there, go ahead and, and jump in. But the map was really awesome. And we could all, tell from the first second we looked into it that you put a lot of time into it. I and didn't it, mean to at first either. <laughs> yeah. It re- well, it really like, I think it really added to the episode because yeah, like it was the map, like we can talk about it now. But, like the map was really awesome. The fact that you put memes into it, the fact <laughs> that you were like hiding stuff mm. and like it was, it was all really well done. So yeah, as soon shout as out I, to you. As, no, soon, as you. soon as I saw that it said, fuck you on it, I was like, <laughs> man, this was done with care. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, the the app I use for that all that stuff procreate I found out very recently has a time lapse function <laughs> where it'll basically it just goes through every little line and stage you've done oh, that's cool in the in that particular artwork so it made a time lapse of making that map and looking at it it's just very funny because towards the end I did them all in separate layers so you just see the F it's gone. The U, it's gone. The C, it's gone. The K, it's gone. And then like the, the middle fingers up in the air. So yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get that posted up. But yeah, when I first made it, I was it was literally like sketched on a sheet of paper, just like uh, just for my reference. And then I was like, uh, it'd be better to show them. I'm just gonna sketch it out and procreate so I can send them the picture. I was like, you know. I've got a little bit extra time. Let's make add some fog of war to it. I can make, oh, this room needs to be hidden. We can hide that shit. It brought me back to, because this group specifically, we've played D&D a lot of ways. We've played mm-hmm. it on like legit battle maps with miniatures. I mean, we got a shitload of miniatures mm-hmm. over there that we used throughout the years. We've played Roll20 and yep. loved that. This was just a callback to being able to play not just Theater of the Mind because I always prefer maps. So oh, thank yeah. you. The thank be- you. The best part about it for me was that I forgot my laptop, so I had to share with Alex. <laughs> right so, here, yeah. literally, while like Fiddy and Luck are fucking around doing nothing and quote poking the peener of one <laughs> random statue. <laughs> like, <laughs> I forgot about I the 
forgot I said that. I forgot I said we're, that. We're like literally huddled over there together looking at the map, not being able to do anything. Yeah, like in real life. And <laughs> That's awesome, man. Do we have questions for each other? I've already asked all mine. They were all towards Keith and I've asked them all. Yeah, I can ask mine. Uh-oh. Uh, so mine's actually for Andrew and Keith. Uh, so I would consider what Doss did peeing on the bed as like a prank that went a little too far have do luck and Clive pull pranks on each other or other people or are they like is it strictly just all business like if they're on a job will they like you know fuck around with people or is it kind of like you get in you get out um on a that would depend on the value of the mission. Let's say if it's like low stakes. I feel like, like Clive is for sure yeah. playing pranks on people. Yeah, I, I'm, I am, I, I, I believe uh, the alignment was like chaotic, chaotic neutral, like true yeah. ca chaos. I think in general, uh, this, this was, <laughs> Clive had a lot of fun in this one because it was just like pure chaos. Uh, I think a lot of times Clive does stuff that's like, uh, it's not the, making a big mess and things like that, like this one was. It's more of just like the random stuff of like, why would you do that? You know, like thing of just like moving someone's like pill bottle or something, just like to a different spot where yeah. it's just like moving shit around just to mess, like with, mess with people. Them, essentially. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Did I move this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like put someone's jacket from one room into like the other bedroom yeah, so yeah. it looks like they <laughs> swap codes. Yeah, it's like instead of like that, that's that's like my calling card is when I, <laughs> I rob somebody, I also just try to fuck with their mental health a little bit. You take <laughs> all of their right shoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you but, take them and you tighten all the laces down to the bottom so it's way too tight over like the toes and oh, the, the ball of the good. foot. And they're like, wait, when did I tie my shoe this tight? <laughs> That would be awful. Like you have to swap their pants for a uh, smaller pants so they feel like they're like gaining weight. Oh my <laughs> god! No, yeah, that's like, that's like fully fuck with his psyche. That is, that is that's cool. like, oh my god! That's not even like prank. wakes up, good day, puts on his pants. It's like bad day. That's not even a prank. That's just some psycho shit. <laughs> I, I can one up the psycho shit. Oh no, Chase! You oh, sneak no. in, you take some other woman's like earrings or uh, jewelry or even undergarments or something, leave it in the guy's room for his wife to find. Oh, now you're just a couple oh, to murder. Yeah, awful. yeah, it's bad. That's that's just, just here to fuck shit up. Also, nobody ever tries something like that. Please don't ruin marriages. <laughs> yeah, please don't. That would be bad. All right, I got a question. Which okay. question? All right, so what is? Now let me rephrase it. If you had to play a character, not one that you created. And you have to pick from only characters that you've played with in campaigns. Oh, what okay. character would you play? So any campaign that you've ever played in, just not your own character. Does somebody oh. already have an answer? I got, to I got this? one. Okay. I, I came okay, prepared. Okay. I have mine as well. Uh, uh, in uh, technically, it's a campaign that I DM'd, but my partner plays a Goliath barbarian named Ram. <laughs> and she is relatively smart. I think she's like a 14 intelligence barbarian. And her catchphrase is, or her like thing she tells to people as a greeting or a departure is, uh, may you find many orphans. Oh. And the idea is that her people <laughs> what <laughs> adopt children because they can't keep their population high enough because of all the battles they have to fight. Oh, wow. that's cool. So it's that's like really a cool. uh, great, like they love kids and accept any kind of uh, estranged people into their culture. And they love them so much. Like when you're leaving, someone should say, may you find many orphans and walk away. Like it's a normal thing. And also yeah. uh, she's basically, she's her village is where Barehand Bruce is from. 
So she's basically oh. female bare hand Bruce, but better. Oh, was oh. It, uh, oh, so she's still a bad character. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, was was that village uh, more her? Like who, who yes, came up with the village? Uh, it, I will say it's a joint okay. effort, but uh, more her than me. Okay. So I, if you like, uh, we'll get, hopefully we'll get to go there because yeah, it's a great place. In in a past campaign, uh, that I got to hang out in that village for a while as, as Hank, uh, and it was the the concept was so cool of like the the idea the 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 idea of like it takes a village to raise a child kind of thing is like yeah. they they really put that into practice where like there aren't necessarily like two parents to a child. It is literally just like everybody's raising the children together. Oh, that's cool. And it's also even like when it comes to romantic relationships, it's a very like free love kind of thing of just like, we're all one big happy family. Like a real poly society. Yeah, it, it was, it was super cool. Like that, that Hank, Hank, was somebody who had a ton of baggage and had never had like a, a real good relationship. No, he's got fifty. And, and he and he like he I I, I made Keith flirt with me uh, and, and like and went went to bed with a woman and uh, had this incredible night of like. Like, fading to black. <laughs> yes, <laughs> correct. It faded to black, but it was also like it wasn't just the sex. It was like it was like yes. actually an emotional moment. It was okay. really cool yes. to like Hank talked in character about like some of his uh, insecurities and like his life going forward because this is alternate dimension Hank who is fifty and still an alcoholic. I think, mm. I, I think sixty. It was like oh, yeah, my, my idea was like this is this is a warrior who's been through some shit and this essentially like. He what he thought was going to be his last ride. Uh, dear mm. listeners, if you don't recall who Hank is, that was Andrew's PC that Keith stole and made a bad guy in the last campaign. <laughs> yeah. Super fun. Recommend it. Yeah. All right, but, yeah. but sorry. back to my question. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. I got my answer now. All right, hit it. Okay, I'm a, I'm a slob on Chase's nod okay. for just a second. Okay. <laughs> wow, I'm stunned. I want to <laughs> go back to when you and I were workshopping the type of character you were going to play mm -hmm. for curse of strahd oh, okay because you and i went back and forth because I, I i it was at the time that D D had come out with that source book the ravenloft source book yeah that opened up a couple of different character options you know a diviner kind of thing there was a a bard that was basically like a uh seancey kind yeah. of witchy kind of person and you you created if i'm not mistaken you created a divination divination wizard right uh, are you talking about Seer Hayes? Yeah. 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 You created this divination wizard that ended up becoming a central character in this podcast now. But I I was very scared and very jealous when you decided to go with divination. <laughs> it's wizard. a fun class. Cause I've never played a divination wizard before, but I dude, that would be so much fun. It, it really is a great class. So much fun to play. And <laughs> I was going to make a joke and now I feel a little bit bad since you just hyped me up. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, I always make the best characters of anybody I know. So that's a tough question for me. Oh, and now boy. I feel like a dick. But yeah, uh, I mean, I, I do have yeah. my genuine favorite characters are ones that I've played. But no, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, we just, just got to be honest. No, I feel like for me, uh, I do a lot of like partial casters. So and like try to find cool shit to do with them. So luck actually has a big draw to me. That would be a Ooh. fun class to play. But also there is a strong case, oddly enough, for Carl. 
Because I don't play many martial classes. Like the closest I've gotten is like the the paladin I played in our first pass for uh, Curse of Shroud, uh, Urine Soul. <laughs> but like even that, he was yeah, he's a tanky guy, but still like a what quarter to third caster, half caster, something like that. Mm-hmm. Still did a lot of casting. I, I at some point just want to play a character who runs in, smashes shit up. And just pure martial class. I've only done it once that I can remember, which is playing a monk in a different campaign with some uh, friends from college. But that's not the same kind yeah, of... Yeah, it's a, it's a bit different. Yeah, and yeah. barbarians are just... Yeah, and just Carl, Carl made that class look good. So good. <laughs> he, he, he made it. I, I had to battle with not making Fidia barbarian. Like, <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I was between barbarian and paladin, but paladin made more sense for yeah. what I, I wanted. jealous sitting over there watching you pick up like 12 dice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it didn't help that you had such so bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> I know we give Barry so much shit. When he hit, he hit, he hit hard. hard. He did yeah. like 31 damage to that frog oh, in yeah. one round. And he, and he had like trick arrows that yep. were super cool, but they only hit like twice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just, it just the <laughs> dice weren't there. The dice didn't like me. The dice did not think Barry was as good as he should have been. Yeah. It was. It is just so funny because we rag on Sam for having all the nat ones. Yeah. But, it, do, it doesn't matter because Chase didn't <laughs> hit the final boss yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> It's still so funny. The only attack that landed wasn't one that I rolled. It was a fucking saving throw that you messed up to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. What about you, Sam? Uh, so I have two. Uh, so okay. my, my, I have an actual answer and then one that we can, I can use a replacement if you don't like the actual answer. Okay. Alex, I fucking love Biggie. Biggie is in my short list of favorite characters Biggie, I've ever played. Biggie's a character that's in the miniseries, which... I one can, day, one day, one they'll day. hear it. Yeah. When what? we can charge them for it. Yeah. <laughs> so Biggie, can you explain what exactly? Because like Biggie's essentially a robot. So this is what's crazy about Biggie. Biggie was the exact same class that that you are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was an artificer. He technically had a steel defender. He just didn't use them the way that you're using your steel defender. Because Biggie's draw was that his right arm was a shotgun. Yep. And Keith let me have, what was it, like 2D12? Oh, just, yeah, it was, it was, it was, just, it was broken and it and was we fine. And we were level five, I think, in the miniseries, yeah. so I had multi-attack, so I was just... Didn't you make that character, like, based off this super fucking OP when I let you play in the Stranger Things, like, mini campaign we did a while back? Roughly, but the one with the... In that was primarily a warlock. Oh, like yeah, the way yeah. that I was able to play it was by utilizing more of the warlock stuff. I remember um, you and Sam basically terrorizing everybody you came across in that. I used that <laughs> as an inspiration for Biggie because I played it the same way. Yeah. My favorite part of being a DM is watching Alex make this OP character and then mm-hmm. making him roll charisma saving throws <laughs> so, <laughs> so that he can't do anything yeah, for entire was, fights. I remember that episode. I'm just <laughs> dancing, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm over there trying to do stuff and you got my like, brain messed up. You but got he was a 23 a- AC? Okay, fuck you. Yeah, but what is the what is the robot species called in D&D? It's War kind of Forge. Warforged. 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 That's yeah. what he was. He was a Warforged. So he had high AC. It was great. It, it was so fun. And the way you played him was incredible. Uh, he had a voice. It was like, yeah. hello, my name is 
Biggie. You, yeah, you sound like Dude. Baymax. Yeah, yeah, very. And I had not seen. You, you changed it up a few times. There's one was like, hello, I am Biggie 2.03. Yeah, he had like a button that he could push to change his voice that would get messed up every once in a while. He was a he was an awesome character. Yeah, if, you, if you're going to make me pick something else that wasn't in the miniseries. No, I'll, that's perfect. No, yeah. Okay. I do want to honorable mention. I do want to hear your honorable runner mention. Runner-up was uh, Detective Fitz. Oh, Fitz, that's is, a fun one. Fitz is, was yeah. my runner-up, actually. Actually? Yeah, yeah. 100%. I love Detective Fitz. Well, Detective Fitz, is we talk about our Curse of Strahd campaign all the time because it was just that good. But it, Detective Fitz was Keith's character, and obviously he's the detective. But that was the character that you were able to. You didn't actually attack things. The whole point of that character that. was to give advantage to us, and you were like a battle tactician, right? Yep, he was a uh, battle master. Right? Battle master, yeah. yeah. And, like support all the way yeah, through. Yeah, he was. A, he was a fighter with like twelve and. 14, like, uh, I think he had 14 decks and that was it. And everything yeah. else was like intelligence. It was a rogue, time. right? Nah. He was a, he was a multi-class. He was yeah. multi -class. Uh, okay. two rogue, three fighter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, my, I, I also have, uh, I think I have, I have two favorites of, uh, some of the original campaigns that I, that I played in. Uh, I'm, I hadn't thought about these guys in a long time. Uh, one of one of my friends, Eric, played. Oh, shoot, I can't remember the character's name right now, uh, but he made the fascinating choice of this. This character had taken a vow of silence. Oh, okay. um, and so in game, like he wouldn't talk in character. He would like write stuff down, and like I, it sounds like a dumb idea, and like there's no way to make it work. He made it work, and it was really cool. It like it. It gave such a different feel, a different dimension to, to the character. That, that is like, cool. He was an exile from his people and had his, like he had fucked up and like and like was I can't remember what it was. I think he was like supposed to have guarded something and it was stolen and he was exiled mm. until he could return the thing. Um, so it was like a vow of silence until his mission was accomplished. That's cool. Uh, but it was it, that was such a cool character and he was an archer and I I probably selfishly liked him so much because he. On purpose, like made made himself my character's sidekick, essentially. Ah. So he was like just my right hand man, and it was so fun to play with this like mute right hand man, <laughs> and like just did everything together. And we were like, as far as the stuff I played with, like we we were such a team in that, and that was a really cool uh, vibe. Uh, but the the other one uh, that was really cool was uh, a character in a campaign you played in, Keith. Uh, the the very short lived one, was um, where uh, John John played a dwarf. Oh God! Uh, who his I think I mentioned before on the podcast where his only weapon was a magical net. <laughs> uh, that was like had like a return feature built into it uh, and he the dwarf was super strong uh, and so what he would do is he would ensnare someone in his net and then with his crazy strength would throw them uh, like 30 40 feet into the air and then would call the net down. Uh, <laughs> and so it would, because, you know, like a normal fall damage D&D, &D, I think it's like a D6 per 10 feet. Yeah. So it was that plus at speed. Yeah. Mm. This is also Pathfinder. So it he, was had, Pathfinder. Yeah, he had yeah. 30 strength. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which was cap. Yeah. It, w it was insane. So he like, also, it, for the for people who play League of Legends, he was based off of Blitzcrank. Not, I'm the only one here, yeah. but some of you <laughs> have probably <laughs> played League of Legends. Is that, is that the one that's based off Roadhog and Overwatch? Yes, but technically all of those are based off of a uh, Warcraft 3 hero. 
<laughs> so yes. actually, all of those I are based, based off, off of Monopoly of, characters. Yeah, yeah that's I think I, they're oh, actually yeah. based off of a Diablo character, the Butcher. Anywho, uh, could uh, you imagine that mute character being on our podcast? <laughs> that, would, that, would, that would not work. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, that's what it Andrew's was, new character is going to be. Good. <laughs> but yeah, those were so fun. And the, the final episode that we played of that campaign ended with him, that character, having thrown somebody up into the air. And we were like, we he was about to call him back down. And we ended the episode there with him being like 40 feet in the air. Oh, wow. And then we never played again. <laughs> oh, so he's still there today. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, that one was awesome. Oh, oh, but at the table, I did want to make the honor, my honorable mention be Alex's character for the original pit. Al. Oh, oh yeah. It was such a weird character. It was, I was I, honestly, whenever we decided on the pit being the season two, I thought about I, playing I him was again. so sad when you said you didn't want to play him for the campaign. I was, uh, I loved it. Okay. He was, he was bizarre. I'll describe him. I guess I make some weird characters. Yeah. He was, he was technically a, Loxodon, which is an elephant person, but Chase gave all of us a magic item, so I took the cap of disguise, disguised myself as a gigantic human with a beard to hide the trunk, but I was a mortician, <laughs> and like my whole, I was a circle of spores druid, and I liked like gross, dead, creepy mm -hmm. things. Like obsessed with the beginnings and end of life. Yeah, like I, I lo loved the beginning and the end and like researching that. Yeah. It was weird. And, and you you played that like that the druid type of like kind of being like a hermit and yes. not being like you were not charismatic at all. No. And there there was there was one scene of like where we were trying to figure out something. And so you did the the druid thing of like talking to the plants, trying to get answers out of it. It, it was it was so yeah. It was weird and I loved it. It yeah, was I think he was a fun I, character. I feel like I made the plants like hostile towards you. Yes. Like cause at, in that version of the pit the car had like been kidnapped or something and y'all were trying to save him. So you talk to the plants in his apartment. There's like, Hey, fuck you, buddy. We don't get paid enough to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to talk <laughs> to the house plants. plants. Yeah. <laughs> I about that. Car, car had a dramatic transformation from the first iteration. <laughs> car used to be a sweet old man. Yeah. <laughs> he can still be sweet. It's just, we just got a little bit weird in this last couple episodes. <laughs> well, y'all want to get to some listener questions real quick? Yeah, yeah. baby. All right, so the first one comes from Charwolf. Thank you, Charwolf. Shout out. Shout out, Charwolf. There you go. Uh, what colors do each of your characters play in Gatherings of Arcana? Now, I know almost exactly zero about Gatherings of Gatherings of Arcana or the other actual real game, so y'all need to help. All you right, want me to I, get my white deck from downstairs? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like... <laughs> I am the only person who knows a little bit. Yeah, I, I think Alex might know a little bit, and I think everyone else has, knows very little. I, so. I, I have watched a couple games, okay. but I I'm know gonna, nothing. I played a lot in college. I, I, I saw this question, and I'm going to own it, so I'm just going Do to it. assign you decks. Uh, Fiddy for sure is a red deck. Super aggressive, like just all I, in I immediately. Like the game ends in three rounds, doesn't matter. Uh, Doss, super smart. I'm going to say he plays like a... Uh, white blue deck. I was going to say the same thing. Uh, which is like, blue is like kind of the, sm it's the smart person yeah. deck. It lets you like predict your opponent's moves and stuff. Oh, hell uh, yeah. So I'm going to say you're like a, you're definitely a duo deck because we're saying like mono decks, but those are very uncommon. Usually people at least have duos. And white is like healing stuff. Uh, yeah, white is like 
uh, healing oh, and yeah, that would uh, work for DOS. Yeah, yeah uh, for kind sure. of like minion creation sometimes, yeah. or at least the white deck, my white deck downstairs is just based on minion creation. Uh, I do like creating minions. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Those little yellow guys are so cute. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say Clive is a blue deck just because there's a, uh, some misdirection involved in it. Ah. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. it is smart, but it's also like kind of like a uh, illusory. Okay, uh, I'm gonna give luck actually is a green deck player because he's dumb and green is all about just playing monsters and playing with <laughs> monsters like that's it's kind of relatively simplistic uh i you just do haze if you want to I, it's kind of boring but but it has to be blue because <laughs> blue is the future site like it literally can't be anything okay. but blue how about for barry then uh barry ba- doesn't play Barry and Luck are probably yeah, yeah, yeah. in the same. Oh, okay. gonna be a green deck. It's gonna he, he's gonna do a green deck. We don't have anyone edgy for like a black. I was gonna deck. say no swamp, no swamp anywhere. I don't, I don't, I I don't think anyone's edgy enough for a so. black deck. I don't think so either. Like Click would probably play a black deck. Maybe that's that. Hey. I'll, I'll, I'll end it at that. I'm trying to think. Is there what color am I missing? Yellow, yellow, yellow. There's, orange. Not, there's not a yellow uh, or an orange. There's only five. We already said green, purple. There's uh-uh, no purple there's either. No purple. White, uh, black, red, blue, green. That's got all it. Five okay. Of them. Clear. What a strange five color choice. Yeah. Yeah, and it's all based like the whole game is based at the the real game that I'm not gonna say out loud, right? Yeah, they might send fucking Pinkertons to our door. Yeah, I don't want them to send Pinkertons <laughs> to our door. But the real game is like it's based on land. So like the blue deck, you have to play water. Oh, the, the okay. white deck you're playing like grasslands and stuff. Yeah. Okay, like that makes sense. Elysium. That's why I yes. call the black deck ever like present swamp. white grass. Yeah, well, it's like plains and they, yeah, like open. Elysium fields. Is yeah. Yeah. Legitimately, okay. how I think like heavenly. Sure, because yeah. yeah. they're very sure it's not like snow. I think I that know, would be. I'm the, sure the, someone's got deck. snow. It would probably be snow is water. Yeah, they probably got snow in like mountains, like snowy mountains. It'd probably be a green. All right, and our next question, and I think our last one for this small talk is specifically for Andrew uh, mm, from no. Gongerbrood. Thank you, Gongerbrood. We've been Shout saving out. this one for a little bit, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> been missing our boy for a bit. Uh, so question for Clive. Does he have one treasure that he values above all that he either wishes to steal or has already stolen? So is there like, is there a holy grail mm. for Clive that he either has or wants? Shout out, Gonger. This is a good question. Mm-hmm. It is a good question. Um... Gosh. I mean, this is still pretty early in Clive's career. Um, I would venture to say that 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 goblet that he tried to steal was probably the most like valuable, interesting thing that he's ever like had in his hands. Hmm. Um, cause it, it like, mo- <clears throat> he's done a lot of jobs, but it's been mostly like, you know, stealing jewelry, maybe an artifact here or there. Like the bag of holding w- was, was a, a fairly big No, like deal really for nice him. watches or anything. Hey, pickpocket stuff for sure. But I, but I think the, while he, while he is an agent of chaos, he also is not an idiot and he knows his limitations. Okay. Um, so I think he hasn't gone after a ton of big targets. I think this probably would be. And especially now that he did it and failed, that he doesn't know that it's destroyed. Uh, but I think in his mind that would have that would have been like th- the one that got away. Like he, he's sitting in prison, like, damn, I got to break out of here and go back yeah, and get that thing. Like, <laughs> like he, he's gonna be mad when luck tells him he destroyed it. <laughs> Well, all right. I think that does it for this small talk here tonight. Uh, So once again, thank you, Andrew, for being a part of this from the beginning. We will miss you and look forward to having you back. 
And for our listeners at home, if you want to hop on Discord, show him some love, just say, thanks, Andrew. He's awesome and you should thank him. Uh, but if you don't know where that Discord is or how to join, uh, you can go to our link tree. That's linktr.ee slash notanothernat1. Uh, there you're going to find a link to all of our social media accounts. You're going to find an invite link to the Discord. Uh, we're on TikTok and Twitter at NanoDD, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at notanothernat1. And uh, there you can also find a SoundCloud and BandLab full of original music that Alex has written for the show and a Google Drive with wallpapers to rep Nano on all your devices. Uh, so thanks for listening. And Sam, you got something to take us out? Oh, I got something. Until next time, stay enthusiastic, my friends. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>